The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Yosef ben Sarah, Sarah Batrachel, Tinok ben Dina, Gabriel Hai, Shaul Hai, Gabriel ben Sarah, Enna Refanadahim, Vetroch Shar Hode Amo Israel, Amen. We are in Haftet Amud Bet. We are holding by three lines on the bottom, starting with Yativ Rev Avin. Let's just review uh, the subject that we're involved in. We learned the Mishnah on yesterday's daf that talked about a person making a neder <coughs> where he says that korban <coughs> that these nitiot are going to be korban uh, right? until they are going to be cut. Uh, so the din of the Mishnah was in Nahim Pidyon. They do not uh, they're not subject to redemption. So the Gemara said, Ula Ula. What do you mean they're not subject to redemption? They got put Kedushah on. How does the Kedushah go off without Pijun? So Bar Peda understood the Gemara to mean that so long as you didn't cut them yet, they're not subject to Pijun, meaning even if you'd make Pijun, so the Kedushah goes right back on it. Because as if he meant that I don't want the Kiddushah to go off these items, even in a situation where I make Pidyon, the Kiddushah is going to revert back. Once you cut it, then you make Pidyon one more time, and then it goes off conclusively. So therefore, Bar Peda held that the Kiddushah keeps on coming back. So to that, the Gemara says the following situation. Yativ, Rav Abin, Ve'Rav Yitzhak, Rabbi Kamed, Rabbi Yirmiyah. So the two rabbis were sitting in front of Yirmiyah. Vekam in Namnaim Rabirmiya. was like dozing off. Yatve Vekam so the two rabbis were sitting and saying, Lebar Peda the Amar Pedaan Hosrot Vekochot. We hold that when you make a pigeon before you cut the trees. If you cut the make a pigeon, the kedusha goes back. You make a pigeon, the kedusha goes back. To short, we can solve a question that we had. The Ba'ir Avoshaya. And notain <coughs> a person gave two coins to a lady. With one of the coins, I want you to be mikudesh to me today. And with the other coin, you'll be mikudesh to me after I get divorced to you. And the second kedusha will <coughs> come in. So we can learn from that it will be a Kiddushin. Just like a person is able to make a declaration and say that what? That he's going to make the item Kadosh even after Pidyon it's going to be Kadosh. So too we can say the same thing to a lady. He gives her two coins. So the second coin is going to make a Kiddushin after I divorce you. The Kiddushin is going to be Halagand. But I wants to compare these situations. Now in order to appreciate uh, this uh, Gemara, what exactly it's uh, trying to say, we need a couple of Hagdamot over here. So we'll read Hagdamot together. A rule. Can't make a Kenyan on something that did not emerge yet into the world. 
אף על פי שבשעת הקניין התנה שיחול בשעה שיבוא לבעולם even at the time of the Kenyan, you made the stipulation that the Kenyan will be hot when it comes into the world. But since right now, at the time that you're making the stipulation, it's not in the world yet, so therefore you cannot make such a stipulation. Not only on something that's not in the world at all, it's in the world, which means, but if you made the condition at a time where the Kenyan cannot take effect, that's also considered the Avash Shol Ba'olam, that's not here yet. The Mashal gives an example. HaMekadesh Ishan Nisu'ah. Guy goes to a lady that's married. And he says, I want this Kiddushin to be hal after your husband dies. So since right now, the Kiddushin cannot be hal. It's really considered the Avash Shol Ba'olam. It didn't happen yet that the husband died yet. You cannot stipulate on something that didn't happen yet. Which is, at that point over, it didn't happen yet, the situation. So there's not even a potential for it to be how. Now, Lefichach. Pashut ha-davar shadama omer le-ishto. Guy tells his wife, let's say. Hitkadshili b'fruta zu, shiyahudu kiddushech l'achar shayigarshech. Similar case. Guy gives his wife, he's married already. Here's a case of Kiddushin. I want this Kiddushin to be hal when I divorce you. That case also. Now I got divorced, the Kiddushin is not going to be hal. Why? Because she was already married. So therefore, the Kiddushin is lobalam. It didn't happen yet at that second stage, and therefore you cannot start to invoke a Kenyan at that point. Not so far. אבל באישה פנויה, I'll tell you the girl is single. שעכשיו היא בת תפיסת קידושין, when now she can accept קידושין, מסופק לבושעיה, שמייכול לקדשה עכשיו לשתקרש מקידושה והראשונים, שהרי אף עכשיו בידו לקדשה. Here already it's a suffix. Because the lady is single. She's not married. So therefore קידושין can be תופס in her right now. So maybe when the Kiddushin can be to in her, it's not considered the Vashro Ba'la'ulam. And therefore he's able to tell her that I'm going to give you this uh, Kiddushin, and the second coin that I'm giving you is going to be Hal when I get divorced from you. Maybe in this case it's a little better, because at least Kiddushin is to in the lady at this point, because she is a Pinuya. So that was a Moshayaz Sefik. He did not have a Sefik. On a lo ba'la'olam case. On a, on, a, on a case where a lady was married already with a kiddushik and apichal. His sefik was on a case where a lady is a pinuya, and the guy wants to make a, a kiddushin, and he gives her two coins. The first coin he says, that mikudeshitli, and with the second one he says, I want you to be mikudeshitli after you get divorced. There he has a sefik. So the Gemara wants to use our case of pidyon to answer the Moshiach's question. How? So he says, like this, gam ni'ayan ikdesh. Continue reading the Hagdamote. En adam yachol lehagdish neti'ot shekevar hagdishan nekshiyivdu. Let's say this item is already hagdish. It's Kodesh already. Okay. I cannot come along and say that I want to make this item hagdish. Let hagdish be halal after I make pijon. No, since right now pijon is not done to it. It's the vashel ba'ala olam. 
if it didn't come to the world yet, such an item. It didn't take place yet. So therefore you cannot uh, activate something now at this stage. Masha'ikin, in our case in the Mishnah, it wasn't Kodesh yet, the item. The item was Nitiot, it was just trees. There was no Kiddushah in it. So he, he made the stipulation from the beginning at a time where he was able to put Kiddushah into the tree. And he said, I want the trees to be Kadosh, and even if I make Pinyon, I want the Kiddushah to go back on it. So there, it's similar to the case of the lady. Where the lady, she was activated at that point for Kiddushin to be Hal. And therefore, just like you say by the case of the Pinyon, according to Bar Peda, that at that point, the Kiddushah the kiddusha will go off through Pinyon, and goes right back on, so too we can answer our question by Kiddushin. That's what the Kibbara wanted to say. So the rabbis were saying this in front of the Rabbi Yirmiyah. Yirmiyah was dozing off. He heard the, the conversation. So he comes along and says, what are you talking about? He woke up in the middle of the conversation, the Birmiyah that is, What are you comparing? There's no comparison between the case of the Pidyon case and the case of the Kedushin. Why? There's a difference between when he is the actual Podeh, like in the case of the trees, or if somebody else was podeit, like the case of Kiddushin. Why? Hachi amar miyuhanam. Peda'anu chuzrot ukdoshot. Peda'am ahirim in chuzrot ukdoshot. Which means, take the case of the trees themselves. Rabbi Yohanan made a chiluk. He said like this. The guy has the tree, right? He makes a Kiddushah on it. And he says, listen, the time that he was able to put Kiddushah, he says, when I make Pidyon, I want Kiddushah to go right back on. That we said he could do that. That's my peda. So he says, that's only working because you're the one that's being there. So it never left your domain. It went from Higdesh to you. So therefore it reverts right back to Kosh. There's no Hefsek in the Pidyon Higdesh uh, cycle. Because it's still by the Podeh himself. Masha'inkin... If let's say he made it Kadosh, and somebody else made the Pidyon. If somebody else made the Pidyon, it breaks it. The Kiddushah is not going to come back on the item. Because now already it left your Reshut. It only goes back and forth to the item when the Podeh himself, meaning, it makes the uh, uh, Pidyon. Masjid, if somebody else makes a Pidyon, for example, let's say you had this item, you had this Nitiot. He had his netiot. Another guy came along and made the pigeon, And then he gave it back as a matana to the original guy. Doesn't matter. Since there's somebody else interfering in between him and the item, it's, it breaks. So the Gemara says, A lady, once already you get divorced from her, it's like she's nivdeh from Ahirim, and therefore the Kiddushah will not come back. Now why is a lady considered, when she gets divorced, as if like somebody else redeemed her? It's because now she's, uh, uh, she's out of the original husband's domain jurisdiction. Now somebody else is able to make Kiddushin. So therefore it's like somebody else redeemed her. She, she leaves the domain of the husband, she's in somebody that breaks the link. So therefore it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, I don't know what you're talking about. How could you solve this question? Adabah. If anything, this is more analogous to the case of Pidao Ahirim. And just like by Kedesh, Pidao Ahirim doesn't work. So by uh, Pidyon of, uh, uh, by the case of Kedushin, it also shouldn't work. Itman Nameh, 
אמר ביאמר, אמר ביוחנן, לא שנו אלא שפדען הוא, אבל פדען אחרים אין חוזרות וקדושות. Now, the explanation of here is, right, the Rosh explains, כשם שנטיעות שפדעו מאחרים, אין בידו להתנות עליהם, why can he make a tenai, לפי שאין ברשותם להקדישם. That's why it's an interference, which means, when I say, when I make pidyon, I want Kiddushat to go back on. Yeah, but yeah, when I make the pidyon, I can, it's still in my domain, the item. So the Kiddushat can go back on. But when this guy, if somebody else makes a pidyon, it's not in my jurisdiction now to put the Kiddushat back on the item. He's the one already that made the pidyon on the item. So similarly says the Rosh, Kaka Isha, Lachara Girushin. Which means he, can, he cannot even marry her against her will. She's, she's out of the jurisdiction once she's making Girushin. He cannot force her to marry her against her. Like an item that the heifers that you own, you don't own her. She doesn't have to accept the Kiddushin. Then she can accept the Kiddushin even from somebody else. So therefore you see what? That it's like peda'a ahirim, it's like it left his jurisdiction if the Kedushah is not going to automatically go back. So the Yirmiyah refused to accept this comparison. Comes the next Mishnah. Hanoder miyordeh hayam. Okay, new case. A guy makes a neder from yordeh hayam. I'm vowing myself, I'm not going to have any hanah from sailors. Mutar biyushvaya basha. It's permissible to have an hour for people that are living on dry land. He just forbade himself from the sailors, but not for the people on dry land. But if he was Osir himself, what? Not to have an hour from Yusbeya Basha, from people that are on dry land. Asur He's also forbidden from sailors. Why? Because even sailors are included in Yosveya Basha, because a sailor doesn't remain on the water the whole his whole life. He eventually comes to port, and then he's also considered Yosveya Basha, so he's a suit from them as well. Not like those sailors that go from a very small trip in the waters, from Ako to Yafo, we're talking about somebody that goes on long trips. What is this last part of the Mishnah talking about? We wait for the Gemara to explain. Some learned that last part of the Mishnah on the Resha of the Mishnah. Some learned that last part of the Mishnah on the second part of the Mishnah. If you're learning it on the Resha, you learn like this. A guy made a vow against what? Not going to have an hour from the sailors. Mutar bi yushbeya basha. But it's permissible to have an hour from yushbeya basha. Ha bi yurdayam asur. But from yurdayam we learn obviously it's going to be asur. Velo ke'elu alchim me'ako liyafo. And when we said sailors, we didn't mean these guys that go from small trips from Akko to Yafo They're considered Yosveya Yafo That's not considered sailors That's not considered Yosveya Yam They're not in the water these guys That's a small trip Therefore he wasn't including those people Those people are considered really Yosveya Yafo These guys that go out on long trips, longer voyages According to Shittah that learns on the Sefah he learns like this. That was a sefa. A guy makes a neder against Yosbe Yabasha. Asur berodeh hayam. So he's a sutavana even from 
Yodayam, because we said even Yodayam eventually get back to the dry land. We don't think that which type of sailors are considered Yosveyabasha? Only the guys that go on small trips from Akur Yafu. So they really, you know, since it's a small trip, they're considered Yosve Yabasha, therefore they're going to be Asur. Even the guys that go on the long voyages, they're still considered Yosve Yabasha. You know why? Because at the end of the trip, where does he end up? On dry land. So therefore the Hadush is Lahmir. But don't think that Yosbeh Yabbasha is only these guys that are on the sailing, they're going from Yafo to Akko, a small trip, because they're always by the port. No, even the ones that go from the far uh, voyages still, since they come back to Yabbasha, it's considered Yosbeh Yabbasha, they're going to be Asur. Next Mishnah, Hanoder Meru'e Hachama. So a person over here, he makes a neder against, literally, those that see the sun. Asur af besomin. So he's asur tavana even to a blind person. Now a blind person obviously cannot see the sun. An explanation with the guy saying, those that the sun sees it. And therefore, anybody that the sun sees, well the sun sees, everybody. What he meant was that anybody that the sun sees him and not the opposite. Now, comes the Gemara and explains. Gemara says, My tama. Now, who told you to explain it like that? Maybe he actually meant those that see the sun. Because if that's the case, he should just said very simple. I'm making a nadir from all those that can see. Why did he say, see the sun and all that? He just could have said, Ro'in, if he's interested in excluding blind people. And the fact that he said, Ro'in tahama means that those that the sun sees them. Now, who's he coming to exclude? So it says, He's coming to exclude fish that don't see the sun. The sun doesn't see them because they're underwater. And even the Mephaz, you say, when they stick their head out of the water, their whole body is not exposed. So the sun does not show itself to the full body of the fish ever. Because it always has some part of it in the water. And Ubar is, is a baby in its mother's uh, womb. Therefore, it doesn't have exposure to the sun. So then he was coming to Osir himself to everybody except the Pukeh, fish, and Ubari. Next Mishnah, Hanoder Meshachoreh Harosh. A guy makes a neder against Shachoreh Harosh. Those that have... Blackheads. Blackheads meaning they have hair. People that have hair on their heads, uh, black uh, uh, is the hair of the, the color. Asur, he's Asur Bikarahin. He's Asur on both people as well. Even though he doesn't have any hair. Ubale Sibut. And also he's Asur on old people that have white hair. The hair is not black. Umutar Binashim Ubekatanin. But he's permissible. Tabana uh, from ladies and minors. You don't call shehore arosh only men. So therefore, ladies are excluded, included, and children. What's the reason why you're saying this over? Because a bald guy, bald guy's not black hair. A guy that's a, 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 a white hair, an old man. How's he included? If he was looking to exclude a bald person, he would have said, I'm making a nadir from Baale Se'ar, from people that have hair. However, from the fact that he called him Shehore Rosh, that's like a way of calling men. 
Man, that's another way of saying it. The, the people with the, the black heads, which means uh, the hairy heads. That's, that's another way of saying man. He didn't mean actually black per se. He meant that's another way of saying of, of a man. So the guy with black hair also is included. The guy with white hair also is uh, included as well. Look at the Iran. Even more people are involved. Once already you tell me that it's including the bold people, you have to say also when he meant old people that have white hair, it's also lavdafka. Those people that are referred to as men. Like the Gemara is going to say now, sometimes men cover their hair, which means, let's read further in the Gemara and you'll appreciate that on for a second. But it's permissible to have an from ladies and from ketanim. Only called men. Why? My Tama. Anashim, by men, zimnin de mechsu de shayu, vizimnin de meglu de shayu. Men, sometimes the head is covered, sometimes the head is not covered. Mm-hmm. However, nashim le'olam mechsu. Ladies, that is always covered. So if, if he wanted to be osed himself from ladies, he would have said, I'm going to be osed myself from those that head are always covered. Uktanim le'olam meglu. And minors, the head is always uncovered. So if, if he wanted to osed himself from minors, he would have said, from those that are uncovered. And uh, if he wanted to say both, he would have said from those that are covered and not covered. But a man, sometimes it's covered and sometimes it's not, not covered. So that lashon does not fit for a man. So therefore, from the fact that he said from Shechorei um, Rosh, must be coming to include a man. Because again, if it was coming to include a lady, he would say, Mekesuyerosh. First, coming to go to lady, Katani would have said Giluyerosh. But by a man, those terminologies don't apply because sometimes he has his head covered, sometimes not covered. So the fact that he said Shehorerosh must be Dafka, he's coming to exclude a man. Look at the Ram we're holding over there. You cannot refer to them as Mikuseros or Mikuleros, because sometimes they're this, sometimes they're not. The Niklaim Shehoraros, Lefi, why they call blackhead? Because most men, the hair is, the hair is black. The hair is always covered, so you wouldn't call a lady Shehoraros, you can't see her hair. How do you refer to a lady? Mikuseros. The Ketanim, Kevanda Leolam, Miglu. I'm not going to call them black hair, I'll just say bimigoleros. And therefore, Adam so the terminology of referring to a man is why you say the black haired uh, person, that's the way, the way I'm saying it, black haired. And therefore, even if he's bald, even if he's an old man, it's just classification of uh, the uh, uh, adult man. Comes the Gemara and says, Anoder mina yiludim. What is yiludim? Those that are born. He's forbidding himself from those children that were born. That's called the Yilod. Mutar bin Noladim. So he's permissible on Nolad. Those are the children that were not born yet. He's Mutar Tabana'a on the Noladim. Rashi, so Mefaresh, Mutar Noladim. He says, right? For those that are going to the future, going to be born. He's only setting himself from those that are born now, but not the ones that are going to be born in the future. 
Minanuladin, the opposite case. He's asserting himself on those that are going to be born. Asur minayiludin. Here he's asur on both. Why is he asur on both? Ran. Minanuladin, those ones that are not born. Asur af biyiludin. This firalil rabbanan. de amad. Minayiludin. Which means you're right. When he said Yiludim, in the first case, mm-hmm. it's coming to include only the ones that were born. He's not including the ones that were not born. Yiludim is a more specific language. Good. So Nuladim is a more general language. It includes everybody. The ones that were born and even the ones that are not born. Okay, actually Nuladim is more masterful than say the ones that are not born. But even the ones that are born can be called Nuladim. So Yiludim only goes one way. According to Tanakhaman, Nuladim goes both ways. Then Bimir comes to Mishnah. Bimir Matir Af Yiludim. Rabbi Meir is Matir even in Yiludim. And we have to see what that means. Just like when he says the word Yiludim, it's not Which means the Af of Yiludim means like this. Just like in the Resha, when the guy said Yiludim, it only includes Yiludim. So Af, when he says Noladim, it only includes Noladim. Okay. So the Bimi'ir basically is very simple. It only includes what he said. If he said Yilodim, it's Yilodim, the ones that were born already. If he says Noladim, it means the ones that are not born. Tarakama argues. He says Yilodim includes what? Dafka. Yilodim. But he says Noladim, it includes both. When the guy says Noladim, he means somebody that's prone to be born. Who's it coming to exclude? The Kibbutz is going to say like a chicken. A chicken is not born. A chicken is hatched. So the Noladim was not coming to exclude whether he was born yet or not. Noladim is including both. Yiludim and Noladim. It's coming to exclude like a chicken that's not considered a... No lad, it's not born to a canal, let's say it's, it's born, then it can be born again when it hatches from the egg. <coughs> now let's get to the Gemara. Now look at the language of the Mishnah. The Bimi'ir Matir Af Biyilodim. What was the case? The guy came along and said, No ladim. He's also saying something, what's no lad mean? The ones that are inside. So the Bimi'ir said, when he says no ladim, He's permissible even on the Yilodim. Even on the ones that are born. So it says, It sounds like from the fact it says, Af, even from the Yilodim. It's not only from the Noladim, but even the Yilodim. That means about Tarv and everything. So the Gemara says, So according to me, when the guy said, 
Who's the Yasul from then? Because the language of the Mishnah was the Bimiro said after Yelodim, even the Yelodim. That's means not only the Doladim Amutar, even the Yelodim Amutar. So then who's the Yasul from? The guy made a statement. The guy did say something. Hasurim Yasra Vachin Ketan. So the Mishnah is missing some words. Read it like this. Hanoder Mina Yelodim. That's the first case. Yelodim is what children that were born Mutabin Oladim. Good. Mina Noladim children that weren't born Asur Bi Yelodim. Okay, that's Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir Omer, Afanoder Menanoladim, Mutar Biyeludim. Rabbi Meir comes along and says like this, even a guy that's Noder Menanoladim is permissible from the Yudim. Shtana Kamal learns the Rishan is the same thing. You make from Noladim, Yasur from Noladim, Mutar Biyeludim. You make Yeludim, Yasur Biyeludim, Mutar Biyeludim. Whatever you make in Edra, that's what you are, Asut. Let's read that again. Again, I'm going to be clear again. Those that are born. You mutar on the ones that are not born. I'm sorry. Then you sold everything. Because noladim is masma those that are born. That means whether they were born or not born. It's more machmir by the word noladim. Continue. Even when he makes the language noladim, mutar biyeludim. He's only going to be asur benoladim, but not in yeludim. Why? Kiehi denoder mena yeludim mutar benoladim. I mean, just like in the case where he said yeludim, he's only asur yeludim and not noladim. When he said noladim, he's only asur noladim and not yeludim. So that's the af in the Mishnah. He's af. Even this case, he's only going to be said on the specific. That's what he said. Right, just what he said. Number. Get the bottom line without getting confused with the Lashon. The Bimir is only Yosir on what he said. That's the point. Just like in the Deshah, when he said Yilodim, it's only Yilodim. Af, when he says No Ladim, it's only Yosir on No Ladim. Good. Amal el Papa Labayim. The Memra, the No Ladim, the Mityaldan Mashma. Which means, it's Mashma according to this. When you say the word No Ladim, it means those that were not born yet. Is that what it's Mashma? Not born? El Amehata. When Yaakov was blessing uh, Yosef, he says, your two children that were Noladim, who are you referring to? They were born yet. What do you mean? It means that they were not born? They were going to be born? They were born already. So how can you tell me Noladim is mashma going to be born? It's much Noladim is born. Oh, Velamai. Even Menashe, which was Yoshia's grandfather, wasn't even born at this point yet. So what are you talking? So make up your mind, what is Noladim? Is Noladim born or not born? We have two Sirot Pesukim. It can be Mashma both ways. We have a rule. In Nidarim, you go after the vernacular. Don't look at Pesukim. How do people talk? When a guy says the word Noladim, what does he mean? 
Does he mean those that are born, those that are not born? So Tanakama Hachamim hold, when you say Noladim, it means both. The vernacular is those that are born, those that are not born. Therefore, it's going to be Azur, everybody. Mashiach and the Bimini says, I also know where for Lashom ben Adam. But to me, Lashom ben Adam, when you say the word Noladim, is those that were not born yet. But the Yilunim, it's not coming to include. So the Mahlokit is very narrow now. Everybody agrees on the rules. The rules are Benedarim, Halach, Ahal, Lashom, Ben Adam. When a guy makes a nid, and you go according to the vernacular, the way people speak. Nobody argues on that. The Mahlokit is this terminology, Noladim, can go either way. The question is, what's the vernacular? Hachamim say, even the vernacular can go either way. Smash Ma'achet, Smash Ma'achet. Therefore, Noladim is Asur, Ben Benodim, and Nebiyiludim. But the Bimir Kodosh says, no, no, that is master of the vernacular, Daf Kodosh, or Anapod, if you are going to be Mutar. Now the last question is, if according to Hakamim, when the guy said no, Ladim, who is he coming to exclude? Yeah. He's telling me it's including those that were not born, those that are going to be born, meaning anybody that's born. The exclusion of what? So the Gibbara says, Vachamim Omnim, Lon, it's Kevin Zela, Ibi Mishad, Darkoli, Valid. He's just coming to exclude those, he's coming to include those that are born to the exclusion of who? Lapuke Mai, Lapuke Dagim Ve'ofot. Dagim Ve'ofot that are hatched. Right? They come out in an egg. And then the egg is hatched. That's not considered uh, nolad. That's not considered like a velad, like born in a regular way. And therefore he's coming to exclude those two situations. Look at the uh, the line, the bottom line. Shehen Matirin Betzim. Right? They don't come out straight. Yeah. They had they leave eggs. They're not formed in their mother's womb. They're formed in the egg, yeah. and then they come out of the egg. Just look at the round before that. Mm-hmm. Which means the end of the Mishnah is not considered a third shita. It's explaining to the banan that when you say no ladim, it means no lad and yilod. Just coming to exclude uh, eggs of a uh, chicken and a fish. يلودم <laughs> Everybody agree that Yiludim is Mashma, that's because those who were born yet. There is no Mahalik to be made Hakamim. There they all agree that what? That Shomin Adam, the Ilub Shon Torah, Kekin Mashman Ladim Kivar Kedikim Kolaman Yiludim Bamidbar, Hakim Mashma Atidim Level Kedikim Kolaman Yilod. Wow. The Ran says the word Yilod in the Torah, by the way, go either way either. Yeah. Where do you see? You see Kolaban Hayilod. That means. Yilod is not born yet. But you have another person who says, Kola'ame Yilodim Bamidbar, they were born already. So he says, Yilod also can go either way. But there in the vernacular, there's no mahlok to be min hakamin. They all agree that Yilod is not born. Therefore, they all agree that Yilod is not including Nolad. But on Nolad, uh, that already is mahlok to be min hakamin.